Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hello, sister friend. Happy New Year. In fact, this is actually the first podcast I am recording live for the new year. I, everything you heard in the month of December, even up until now, have been recordings, which has been such a blessing, and I've loved sharing guests with you, and so I am back. I am refreshed and renewed. Uh, Many of you who follow me on social probably know that I take the month of December off of social media, don't feel the pressure to perform, and even in the podcast, I felt like there is no pressure to perform, really focusing on the Lord, pressing into Him, spending time with Him, and my goodness, did He deliver, and He rocked my world in 2022 in December. I will share more about that over time. He's also asked me to do some really hard things. And so I want to encourage your heart. If God is asking you to do hard things in 2023, that you were made to do hard and holy things. So one of those things he's asked me to do is actually close my inner circle membership. And I wrestled with it for quite a while with him. And I really came to a place of peace in that second week of January. So I made that announcement to the members. I've had over 120 members in there. And I have been so blessed to walk this journey with them over the last year. And while it is bittersweet, what I always refer to as brutal, I was able to deliver them one last message that I feel God wanted them to hear. And I think it's a good one. And so I pray that it blesses you. I'm talking in this episode all about the four things you need to reach your destiny, the destiny God has for you in 2023. I know you don't want to be in the same place that you were at the beginning of this year. And so today's episode, I'm sharing with you the four things I believe that you need to get to the place God is taking you. I hope this blesses you. And I just want to leave this as a reminder of, you know, some of you have reached out to me over the years asking, you know, how can I work together? As of, as, as until further notice, I am only working with clients in a one-on-one capacity. And so if you've been looking for a coach and you feel like, I would be the one. I would absolutely love to explore that with you. And so if you are interested, simply reach out through the show notes below, and we would love to get a discovery call set up for you. So without further ado, I pray that this episode blesses you, and I can't wait to continue to grow in faith and grow in business with you in 2023. God has a calling on each of your lives. There is a place that he wants to get you. And I'm sure you've heard this saying, if nothing changes, nothing changes. 
And that was actually me at the end of 2022. I was going back and I was looking at my goals. And, you know, one of my mentors said, hey, one of the best things that you can do is like sit for a second. Uh, a couple of things she said, like scroll through your phone and look at the pictures and really just kind of relish in what happened in 2022. And I was able to do that. And it was very personal, lots of family stuff, you know. Um, but then she also had recommended like write out all of the accomplishments you had in 2022. So I sat down with my journal and I'm like doing that. And when I actually looked at that list, I walked away, uh, one, really proud of myself and two, really disappointed. <laughs> Let me explain. Uh, almost all of my accomplishments were my clients. And that's beautiful. I'm a coach, of course. Like that is a huge deal that I helped my clients have breakthrough and freedom and revelation and grow in their relationship with the Lord and scale their businesses and all these things. And that was awesome. And I realized on that list was very, very little for myself. And I realized I didn't actually set a lot of goals for myself because I have allowed the enemy to water down this vision that I feel like the Lord has given me. And so I say this to you to say at the end of the year, I was kind of disappointed. My business has been successful. I have a six-figure coaching business, but I haven't scaled it. I haven't got to that next level. And I've been trying to ask the Lord, like, what is this? And I think some of you know already it was because, hey, you didn't finish the last assignment. Like, I'm not going to kind of muddy the water and let you get all like focused on this when you didn't do the last thing that I asked you to do. But I know that there is so much more to that. So with that being said, I'd love to ask y'all a question. Um, one of the things I miss so much about, well, life, I think 2020, it happened a lot. And I always talk about network marketing. The one thing I love so much about network marketing is traveling. I got to go on vacation every year. It was like a scheduled vacation, whether it was once or twice or some companies, it was like, you know, three or four trips in a year. Who here loves to travel? You just love it. Does anyone love to travel? Yeah. Okay. So where am I like, want to fly you like your flyers? Like I don't, don't put me in a car. I don't want to take a road trip. I want to fly. Right. So once we got to three children, that kind of changed. I used to fly with two kids all the time. And I've flown by myself with kids a couple of times, but never with three. Well, the pandemic kind of happened when my littlest, uh, I flew with him by myself in 2019. And then 2020 happened. And it was like, well, we're not going anywhere. So we started road tripping. But this is, uh, there's something that when I travel, and I've traveled a lot just over the last, you know, nine years, and there is, I have this freakish, weird obsession about my license. Like I check my purse before the night before, and I make sure my license is in there. And then I check it in the morning and I make sure my license is there. I'm always thinking, does my kids steal it? Or did, did I by accident put my wallet somewhere? Like I have these crazy stories and this obsession about my license being in my wallet so much so that I can, I literally, as I'm flying to the airport with one minute to spare, cause that's how I travel. Um, I don't know why create so much anxiety in the morning. Uh, it's also kind of a challenge for me. Like, can I get there? Uh, I'm usually fumbling in my purse, just making sure I have my wallet. So I have my license. Can anyone relate? Is anyone like, yes, I am that licensed person. Yeah. And then I get to the airport, I get all, you know, I'm like running to the check, you know, the check-in and I literally am like holding my license. Like, okay, I got it. And I asked the Lord one day, what is my issue? Like, goodness gracious. Like, why am I so obsessed with this? And he just said, Heather, if you don't have your ID, you know you can't get to where you want to go. Like, it is a must. You need your ID. 
You can't get past the security. You, you can't get past the check gate. You can't get any further if you don't have your ID. And that hit me that day that I thought, wow, if we don't have our ID, if we don't know our identity in Christ, if we don't know who we are, we cannot get to the destination. We can't get to where God wants to take us. Friends, I am convinced the enemy is not after our stuff. He is after our identity and he is after the identity of God and how we look at God as a father, Jesus, as our Lord, as our savior and the Holy Spirit, as our guide and our counselor and our advocate. He cares about that. And what I have found in my life personally is the things that feel like are getting attacked, finances, health, relationships. It's not really that. It's he's, maybe I've tied my identity to those things. And so I really am convinced he doesn't care about our stuff. He cares about who we believe that we are and who we believe that God is. And so without your ID, without your identity, you cannot get to the destiny. Listen, we did a vision map a few weeks ago, and a lot of you got to dream about that future version of yourself and what's going to change for you, your family, your business, and what's going to be different and all these things. And if you don't know who you are, you're not going to get there. And so I want to encourage you, your identification, your ID, who you walk around when you walk into a room, what is the label that you have here? Yeah, maybe it's Sandy, maybe it's Tia, maybe it's Brittany. What else? What else goes behind that name? What has God spoken to you? He calls you by name. What are, what identity are you walking around with? Part of my major breakthrough a couple, two years ago was that I realized I had the identity of victim. Something happened to me that was not fair, that didn't make sense and all the things. And if you ask me personally, like, well, do you think you're a victim? I'd be like, no, I'm a Victorian Jesus. I know the verses, but subconsciously I was showing up to my business, right? I was showing up as a victim. I was just receiving whatever God had for me because I was so grateful that I survived. I was so grateful that I was just able to pay the bills. I was so grateful that we never missed a bill. And I was just so grateful. And God is like, I paid, so Jesus paid so much more for you. Why are you settling for less? It's why I stopped writing goals. It's why I stopped going after the big things because I didn't actually know my identity. I didn't know that I wasn't just a daughter of God, that I actually am a queen in an unshakable kingdom made for such a time as this. Queens and kings have authority and power. They call the rules. They set the stage. They own territory. You, my friends, God wants to get you to a place where you are walking in that power and that authority, knowing who you are. It's not just your name and it's not just daughter. It is a queen. It is royalty. You're a royal priesthood, like digging into scripture and asking the Lord, who am I? Not only that, but you were made in God's image and your fellow believers and non-believers also, I think we need to hear this sometimes, but non-believers are also made in God's image. It's God's original design. It's God's heart that we were all made in his image, which means you are holy. You are holy because I am holy. Scripture says that you are righteous. Why? Well, because one, God clothes you in righteousness. Those are the identities that we really need to dig into. And I want to encourage you to press into that in 2023. Not just the cutesy, I am loved, I am chosen, I am free, I am forgiven. I think we all know those by now. I want you to dig into the kingdom. What is the kingdom? Because it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
because you are part of that kingdom. And when you walk into a room, whether it is a discovery call as a coach wanting to, you know, see if this person's going to trust you enough to hire you, or if it's a network marketing, or you're going to a, a conference, you can walk in there with your shoulders back. I think I did a reel on this not too long ago. Chin up, shoulders back. God's like, who are you? Do you know who you are? Your identity matters. And if you don't have the correct ID, and if you're trying to like, I can't use uh, Christina's ID to get to my destination. Why? Because it's not me. And they're going to be like, this ain't you. Okay. So some of us need to get rid of other people, the expectations that we have. And, and you can admire other people, but God created you uniquely as a masterpiece, as a one of a kind, so that you can do the very thing that you were called to do. And I know a lot of you probably heard all these things before. You probably heard them a lot from me, but there's a difference between hearing things, believing things and walking it out. And I think that's what it is. You can't just have the ID. It's gotta be real. It has to be legit. And it has to be, you know, this is you and that this is the access to get to the next level. So that is number one, your ID. You gotta know it. Number two, it's the ticket. The ticket I equate to the vision. The enemy would love to water down the vision that God has for you. And in fact, he has for me. And I am like, no more. John 10, 10 says, Jesus paid a price. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That includes your vision. He does not want you to know the vision God has for you. And he certainly doesn't want you to think it's possible. And he certainly doesn't want you to make steps toward it. And he just doesn't want you to have the ticket. Your ticket is God saying you. Yes, you, I have called you, I have created you right now for this. This is your assignment. And this is what it's going to do, not just for you, because sometimes we get stuck there. What's it going to do for me and my family? Your calling is not just for you. It is for the world. The world is waiting for you to purchase that ticket, to say, yes, Lord, I'm willing to go there. And I want to go there with you. If you're not clear on your vision, where there is no vision, the people will perish. It's literally your ticket to say, got my ID. I know who I am. And I know that God has a calling on my life. I have the ticket and I'm going. Whether other people believe it or not, whether the plane is full, the plane has nobody on it, right? That is your access to continue to take the step forward. So I want to encourage you, if you have stopped dreaming with the Lord, you've got to get right with that. You've got to get curious around why do you not believe that you were created for something bigger than yourself, that you were created to help people, to serve people, to do something that probably is a little scary, right? It's, it should be a little scary. If your calling doesn't scare you, right? If your dreams don't scare you, probably not big enough. Probably I'm going to say not God enough. So you need your ID. And you need the vision so that you can continue to put that vision in the forefront of your mind. This is where we're headed. And I am trusting God with every step of the way. And if you haven't already, do my mom calling, um, do the vision map that I did for you a, a few weeks ago. Do the vision map. That is what I work with my one-on-one -on -one clients about. You've got to get the vision of where you're headed. And then you've got to continue to prime your brain to believe that that is possible. And that you can do this with the Lord. You don't got to figure it all out by yourself. You get to partner with him to do it. All right. That is the second element that you need. Or otherwise, you're going to end up at the end of 2023. Like me at the end of 2022, feeling a little sorry for herself. Saying, why did you not really grow? Because I had no vision. Because I was just thankful for what God was giving me. I was just blessed. And that is all true. And I think there is 
a piece of that where we can be content where we are knowing that God has more for us and expectancy that there is more and faith without works is dead. We can talk all day long about the vision. If there is no work behind it, forget it. And that was kind of me. I'm just airing all my dirty laundry for you today. Okay. So faith without works is dead. You can't just have the vision, right? You got to have the vision. And then you got to keep pouring that vision into your mind every day, listening to it, asking the Lord, pressing in. Your brain is always looking for evidence to believe what, what you believe is actually true. And so it's, you're training your brain to believe that this is possible. The Lord is calling me here. I don't know, this is kind of scary, but I'm going to trust and I'm going to believe and I'm going to keep going. The other piece that you need, we all travel. Anyone like I have, George, we were talking about this the other day and we're like, man, we used to literally have to carry one luggage for diapers because it was just all full of diapers, all full of like toys and clothes, you know, um, in my stories the other day popped up our trip to Costa Rica. And that was one of the last trips that I went on in network marketing. And I mean, Dylan was itty bitty and Nico was like in his little sunglasses. And I was like, ah, oh. um, but I remember that trip and we had like five, we had like five suitcases. Okay. Where am I like travel? You are not leaving anything behind. I travel. I pack lots of extra stuff. Do not, I, I need options. I don't know if I'm going to feel like that today. Right. So I need options and where like hardly any of it. Okay. Where am I ca carry on people? You're like, Oh no, I am just, I'm going to keep, Oh Tia. Ugh. Yeah, no, I can't. How do you ca carry all your your liquids, that stresses me out alone, the liquids, let alone all the other stuff. So I am not a simple packer, but I realized, you know where that's left me some days? On the floor at the airport, that girl with my luggage open for everyone to see, my undies, my bra, my whatever else I have in there, trying to maneuver one piece to another. And I'm not throwing anything away because the stuff that I put in there, I want. So what am I gonna do? I'm going to put it in my carry-on and my purse, which is usually big already, is literally like gouging into my shoulders. And I'm then that girl. I think we do that sometimes. We kind of transfer the weight one place to another. And we are that girl, whether we know it or not, on the middle of the airport, looking like she don't got her stuff together. Um... And it's, it's just messy and we don't actually get rid of it. We just put it a little somewhere else. There's two words that I come to mind, luggage and baggage. Luggage is good. God has given you tools to get to the destination. You need some clothes. You need some toiletries. You need some, you know, you need some stuff, right? But when we put too much in there, God tells us his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Luggage turns into baggage. And baggage, there's a price. You're either that girl on the middle of the floor, maneuvering all your stuff around, transferring one thing to another. That's usually jeans for me because I'm like, those things are heavy. I don't know, they're just heavy. It's jeans and shoes. Um, or you pay a price. You pay a fee. Some airlines, like a hundred bucks. Ask me how I know. Some of you are paying a price for carrying the baggage that Jesus already paid the price for you to lay at his feet. That is a word for someone. And you're trying to get to your destination wondering, why is this so hard? Why is my flight delayed? 
Why am I in the waiting, Lord? Just constantly in the waiting. Because you're carrying things that you are not meant to carry. And oftentimes as businesswomen, we think it's the strategy that we have or this or that or this or that. And usually having worked with many women, it has very little to do with your business strategy. It has everything to do with your soul strategy. It has everything to do with a wound that is there. That is something that you were not meant to carry bitterness, unforgiveness, um, just so many things, guilt, shame, criticism, words that have been spoken over you, trauma that has happened to you that you haven't quite fully healed from. Jesus paid the price. And if you want to get to your destiny, you've got to get really serious about acknowledging that you are not living the abundant life and you're carrying onto baggage, probably out of self-preservation and maybe some guilt, maybe some, you don't really want to open it up to people, but I promise you that is not what Jesus intended for you to do. And so I want you to ask yourself, examine your heart. If you have been stuck in the same place for years, listen, this is me. Like the Lord did a work in me in December and is continuing to do a work in me to realize what story have I been stuck in? What baggage have I been holding onto that is literally preventing me from getting to the destiny that God's already put before me? This is my year that I say no more. We're not putting band-aids over things, right? We're getting to the root of the problem so that we can move forward. What baggage are you holding onto? Luggage turned into baggage. It's just heavy. You don't need it. Lay it at his feet. Get healing. Get deliverance. Get freedom. Give yourself forgiveness. There's all sorts of things that go along with this, but he's going to give you the right tools to continue to move forward. Anything else is going to cost you a price. Don't let this be the year that you end up at the end of the year thinking, man, I don't know. I don't know. Get rid of the baggage. All right. And then the last thing that you need, so you need your ID gotta be you, gotta be authentic. It's gotta be kingdom. Put a little crown on that, right? It's gotta be kingdom. Number two, you need the vision. You need the ticket to get to the destination. You need to get really clear on that in your mind that this is possible, not because of you, but because of God. Number three, make sure your baggage is luggage, no baggage. Get rid of all the stuff, the extra junk. And the last thing, I know we are not meant to do life alone. You are meant to have travel buddies. You are meant, the body of Christ is meant to do life together. When we look at the church in Acts, like they did life together and that's super important. And I'm gonna kind of go off a little bit here in a couple of different ways. Number one, if you are not involved in a local church, I am going to encourage you to get involved in a local church. There is some, listen, I have lived online for the last nine years, y'all know me better than some of the people at my church. It's just kind of natural. Plus I've moved around a lot, but there is something really special about real life people that you can have coffee with, that you can like have your kids hang out with, like all of that. And so I just encourage you, if you have been church hurt, I would say all of us in some way, shape or form has probably been church hurt. That does not mean the church at large isn't a place for you and isn't meant for you to be involved. 
There's that. Number two, a mentor. Uh, you've, you've got, there's a couple levels to this, right? You should always have somebody that's ahead of you in your life. And I want to continue to be that to those of you who you're like, yep, that's it, right? I would like to follow her. I still want to support you, encourage you, whatever that looks like. If it's the podcast, if it's just in my Facebook group, if it's eventually coaching, I would love to be that person for you. You need someone who's a few steps ahead of you in whatever area of your life that you're looking to grow. You also need someone who's level with you. That's like in network marketing, I just like network marketing comes up a lot in this because it's like that sideline person that they're kind of headed in that same direction, but they're kind of in that same place as you. They can relate to you and they can speak the truth and love to you. That is another thing. You need people that are speaking the truth and love to you, not allowing you to stay stuck in your story of whatever that looks like. So you are the sum of the five people you hang around with the most. Like, I know we've all heard that before, but if you really stop and take a step back and say, okay, wait, who are the five people that I actually hang around with the most? Well, if you're married, there's one, you know, if you've got kids, sometimes they're, they're the one. So you got to really look at who am I hanging around with? Are they calling me higher? Are they calling the gold out in me? Are they actually seeing that I'm capable of? And are they always pointing me to Jesus? Super important, right? So the people in your life, and then I always think there should be someone a little behind you where you can turn around and be like, hey, I've been where you've been. I want to I wanna like support you. I think we have a responsibility once we get a little further to look back and say, hey, how can I help this person? And that doesn't mean you all have to become coaches and turn it into a business. It just means maybe you are just literally discipling somebody. And to me, that's sowing a seed. You're sowing a seed into somebody else's ground, soil, that there can be fruit there. God didn't bring you this far just to leave you. He brought you to take you further and to help the person behind you. So think about that. Am I one? Do I have somebody ahead of me? And not just like that you watch online, but like that is actually in your life, helping you, giving you wisdom, giving you discernment, calling you higher. I know there are seasons of my life where I'm like, man, I am a leader. So I'm constantly pouring out. I need someone in my life. I need someone pouring into me. Equally, someone that's kind of in that same vein as you, right? Where they're like, they get me. They totally, this is why this community is so beautiful because so many of you can relate to each other's stories and you're like, ah, don't let this go away. Continue to reach out to the people in the community that you have felt like you connected with and continue to grow with them. And then who is that one person that's a little bit behind you that you can disciple, that you can pour life into and teach what you've been learning to? No strings attached, just simply because Freely given, right? Freely received, freely given. And then the last one, which is really the most important part, it's God. Are you doing life with the Lord? And take it a step further. Do you really truly understand God as a father, Jesus as a brother, as a friend, as you are the bride of Christ, right? Do you really grasp that? I mean, these are all kind of, these are big things to really think of. And then the last is the Holy Spirit. I kind of grew up thinking he was just kind of a ghost and it was just kind of this mystical idea. And if you dig into scripture, like if you aren't really on, if you're unsure of God, Jesus and Holy Spirit, take 23, 2023, as you read the Bible to ask yourself, how is God showing up here? Like, who is he here? Jesus, how is he showing up here? Jesus is perfect theology. You can kind of figure that out in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Boom, right there. Because God 
right? We kind of have the, all these ideas about God, but literally Jesus was God in the flesh. So if you, I mean, you can kind of start there and then everything there is Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I have to go back so I can give you a better thing. So you can do life with Holy Spirit is your advocate, your guide, your counselor. Uh, if you don't understand how to communicate with the Lord, take some time this year to really press into that and invite the Holy Spirit into your life and your daily walk. He's already there, right? But I think sometimes we quench the Holy Spirit because we don't quite know what, what he wants to do and how he wants to work. And so really spend some time, like God is your main travel buddy everywhere, right? And you're not meant to do life alone. So continue to press into community with people, really looking for the person ahead of you, looking for that person that's kind of next to you. And then that person behind you as you're sowing into good ground. So you have a destiny. God doesn't want you in the same place as you were at the beginning of this year. He has a plan for you to get further along in your journey. It's going to take you knowing who you are. It's going to take you knowing who God is, your ID and his ID. Who is he actually? Not who your pastor told you, not who your mom and dad told you, not who somebody on a podcast told you, not even who I told you. I've used this phrase a lot. And I want you to each ask yourself, do you have history with God? What do I mean by that? Do you have, do you have a story with him? Do you have memories with him? Has he walked you through things that you're like, man, I know that I know that I know I have history. I'm a different woman today because of the hardest thing I ever walked through because it gave me history with the Lord and it gave me experiences and it gave me a deeper relationship with him. If you don't have that, ask the Lord, I want to make history with you in 2023. I want to make memories with you in 2023. Show me who you want to be for me in this year. That is something I often ask the Lord, who are you trying to show me you are? God is everything we need. And sometimes I think he does want to play the role of, I am your father. Sometimes he's always all the things, but I think certain times in certain seasons, he's like, no, I want you to actually believe I'm your provider. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Not very comfortable. We've been here many times, Lord, you are my provider. Um, I mean, he's, he's probably got some themes for you. I mean, if you kind of realize a pattern in your life, you probably realize, oh yeah, we haven't quite fully grasped that one, huh? Um, anyways, ask the Lord who he wants to be for you in this season. And he will show you. I'm trying to show you that I'm your healer. I'm trying to show you that I am the banner over you is love. I'm trying to show you I'm your father. I'm trying to show you that I am your advocate. I'm trying to show you that I have never left you that I am walking not just in front of you, I am beside you and behind you. Your destiny is goodness. And I love Psalm 23 and it says, he is preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My head is anointed with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. This is a reality check. Are you searching for and chasing after goodness and mercy and the love of the father or is it chasing after you your destiny where you're getting to goodness god's love god's provision god's protection god's peace you keep going after this destiny knowing that the goodness of god is literally chasing after you you don't have to chase after it you can keep moving forward 
go to that airport, give them your ID, check in your luggage, give them your ticket, get on that plane and go somewhere in 2023 with the confidence and the assurance that goodness and mercy are following after you every single day in this year. 